This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 490 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Purina Mills and Horselovers.com. This week's Rest of the Scoop is called A Misty World by Biz Stam. And the Horselovers.com product review is the Noble Outfitters Dakota Glove. Listen in. Well, this is Glenn the Geek. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining us here on the Stable Scoop Show. We have a fun little show for you today, beginning with our rest of the scoop and then the product review. So let's get right to it. A Misty World by Biz Stam. It's not unusual for horses, in all of their elegance and beauty, to dance through the dreams of young girls. At the turn of the century in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, one girl in particular, six years old, bedridden with rheumatic fever, found herself with little else to do than fill her head with the four-legged animals. While stuck in bed, she longed for a way to escape the tedium of her illness and to live a life she had always dreamt of. Eventually, she discovered books and found, if only temporarily, she could transport herself to faraway lands, meet interesting people, and spend time with the equine creatures she loved so much. While she enjoyed the books and the places they were able to take her, she always felt as though she was a visitor in someone else's world. On Christmas morning, the girl awoke to find a very special gift waiting for her. Her eyes were as wide as saucers as she looked upon the smooth red finish of the petite table. There was a small cup filled with freshly sharpened pencils, a stack of crisp white paper. As she took it in with wonder, every detail of her most recently acquired and instantly most precious piece of furniture, she only had one thought in mind. Finally, a world of my own. Her parents had gotten her a writing desk, a way out of her infirmed solitude. She got to work quickly, filling page after page with the characters that inhabited her mind. She preferred animals to people, squirrels, foxes, dogs, cats, but the animal that showed up the most frequently in her mind was the horse. Now, instead of being confined to her mind, she could let them dance upon the page. With her health still poor, the girl was kept out of school. She spent much of her time transferring the many amazing characters and settings that were in her mind onto the page. Aside from being incredibly prolific, the girl was clearly a gifted storyteller. At the age of 11, she had her first story accepted by a magazine for publication and was paid $12 for her work. A small fortune to a young girl in the early 1900s. At 12 years old, she was finally strong enough to return to school. While not in class, she spent most of her time at the library where she discovered the Western adventures written by Zane Gray. Upon reading these stories, she immediately decided she must own a ranch one day where she could watch horses frolic and play. Years went by and the girl continued writing as she transitioned from a child to a young woman. She decided to become an English teacher so she could share the magic of words and attended Milwaukee State Teachers College. After graduating, she began to teach and met the man who would one day become her husband. While she had a pleasant life, she still found herself with an insatiable desire to write, and with her husband frequently away for business, she had plenty of time to do it. She submitted several articles to local periodicals and then branched out to the better-known publications, such as the Saturday Evening Post and Reader's Digest. 
Soon she moved from articles to children's books, and then finally she wrote her first critically acclaimed piece, a historical novel telling the tale of the originator of the Morgan breed. Soon after the release of her novel, she discovered the illustrations of an artist named Wesley Dennis. Similar to how she was able to bring characters to life on the page with words, he was able to bring characters to life with a series of expertly placed brushstrokes. Later that year, the young woman learned of a particularly interesting group of ponies. A Spanish galleon making its way to what would one day become the United States had crashed onto a sandbar near some coastal islands. The ponies in the hold spilled out into the sea and swam to the shore. The herd they would come to establish inhabits the islands to this day. The young woman couldn't stop thinking about these mysterious ponies. Humoring her curiosity, she planned a trip to see them one day when the ponies were to be driven from one island to the next by saltwater cowboys. She invited her friend, the illustrator, Wesley Dennis, to come along. During her trip, the young woman met the Beebees, an older couple that owned a small ranch on one of the coastal islands. It was there she first saw a recently foaled Palomino Pinto filly, the offspring of one of the island's ponies that had prompted her trip. She had a marking shaped like a map of the United States on her side and a blaze shaped like the state of Virginia on her forehead. The young woman was instantly in love and inspired by the uniquely marked filly. She asked if she could borrow the young horse to act as a model for her next book. Initially, the Beebees refused, but eventually agreed when they were promised that their grandchildren would be prominently featured in the story. When she was weaned, the filly went to live with the young woman. Not long after that, the story featuring the young filly and the Beebe grandchildren was complete, accompanied by a beautiful set of illustrations created by the woman's new friend, Wesley Dennis. The resulting book, Misty of Chincoteague would go on to become one of the most beloved horse stories of all time. The young woman, a woman by the name of Marguerite Henry, was no one-hit wonder either. Over the span of her life, she would write 58 books, 20 of which were collaborations with Wesley Dennis, many that would become canon to horse lovers young and old. The Gift of a Writing Desk, a way for a little girl to escape her less-than-ideal circumstances, ultimately became a door through which the rest of us could visit her beautiful world. This story was written by Biz Stam, a freelance writer and blogger for HorseNation.com. Greatness never ages, so help your senior horses live their best lives with Purina Equine Senior Horse Feed. It has Active Age, a proprietary prebiotic proven through years of research to support a senior horse's aging immune system. To learn more, visit PurinaMills.com backslash Active Age. That's PurinaMills.com backslash Active Age. Also, it's Road to the Horse time, and once again, we are the official radio network for Road to the Horse. We will once again be doing live shows on March 23rd and 24th, and then for four hours be covering the finals on March the 25th at Road to the Horse. Tara and Coach Jen will be doing the coverage this year, as it's the 15th anniversary of Road to the Horse. Jim Anderson, Nick Dowers, Dan James, and Vicki Wilson will be competing in this 15th anniversary edition. 
We're looking forward to covering it. I think this is our fifth year, and our coverage is brought to you by Horseware and Cashel Products. So tune in to the Horses in the Morning feed on March 23rd, 24th, and 25th for the live Road to the Horse coverage once again in 2018. It's review time. Woohoo! My favorite part of the show. It's time to do a product review. And today I've got Janelle Rhodes with me. Hello, Janelle. Hello. How are you doing? I am doing great. And the product you are going to review today is what? The Noble Outfitters Ladies Dakota Waterproof and Fleece Line Glove. That there. That's not a short name. <laughs> that's a mouthful, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Holy samoli. Well. Are the Noble Outfitters, Ladies Dakota Waterproof and Fleece Line Gloves, are they a mouthful of warmth and wonderfulness? They are. I'll tell you, I live in North Florida, and we've had two snows this year, which has really totally never happened before. Yes. And these gloves have kept me, my little hands, nice and warm. Um, I tried them uh, to, I tried to compare them with uh, my insulate gloves and with just a pair of driving gloves and with my gardening gloves and these are by far the most warm they were awesome wow are now the obviously fleece lined that's right there in the name is the outside leather cloth um what are, what's the outsides made of it's a synthetic suede it feels nice oh it's synthetic suede that's a good idea because then it's mm-hmm. soft and smooth but but it's not a cow right <laughs> And then they have these little um, inserts, these stretch inserts across the knuckles and the fingers. So you can bend them, you can, you know, grip things like when you're taking the food out to the horses. Yeah, that's very useful because a lot of times when you're wearing, especially a winter glove that's lined, when you try to make a fist, it's just too much stuff there. Right. It's really stiff. Yeah. And they also have a really great shirt, elastic wrist. Um, and it, it fit me pretty tight. And the first time I put them on, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't really get my hand in there. And, and, um, my husband was like, oh no, you like that. You want that because if it's nice and tight like that, no air can get in, no water can get in. And so of course, after a few times of putting them on and off, they loosened up a little tiny bit and I was much, it was much easier to get them on and off, but they still, honestly, they did. They kept the water and the air out. They kept the water in the air out. There we go. Now, how far up the wrist do they go? Do they cover up your whole wrist so that you don't end up with air gaps between the glove and the coat? For me, yes. I'm short. I'm only five foot one. So (laughs) my coat uh, arms go pretty low. But (laughs) um, yeah, they were fine for me. (laughs) They were fine. Okay. And now, uh, what size did you order and did they fit as you expected? I bought the medium. Uh, because I'm short and I have short little fingers, they did fit exactly as I expected. Somebody with longer fingers would it, it would fit them, you know, all the way to the end of the finger. But because I'm shrimpy, my fingers didn't quite go all the way to the end. But that's how I am in all gloves, so I wasn't surprised by that. So you you um, they, they fit about like you expected them to. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. There we they go. Sure did. There we go. So. The Noble Outfitters Ladies Dakota Waterproof and Fleece Lined Glove, 
available now at horselovers.com is a nice glove for wintertime, would you say? I would definitely say so. And, you know, we actually even had ice in our water. Uh, So I had to break the ice and get it out. And I would say the ice was about half inch thick. And I could get my fingers in the water and throw the ice out without getting cold. When my my fingers did not get wet. Wow, that's pretty cool. So as we record this review, they're available at Horse Lovers for $24.95. And I would like to say thank you very much to Janelle for being our guest reviewer today. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Well, that's it for this week, everybody. Stay tuned for next week as we bring you the rest of the scoop.